Regardless of where you are on your fitness journey, the foundation for your success hinges on the habits you live by. The Pro Fitness Podcast and community connects you with top trainers to motivate and empower you to maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Pro Fitness Podcast. Today I'm joined by model, actor, and fitness trainer, Akena Latigo. Akena, thank you for being here, brother. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure it's been getting to know you. God works in not so mysterious ways sometimes, <laughs> right? Sometimes it's very obvious. Yeah, God has connected me to some amazing people like yourself. The city of Chicago is smaller than you think when God moves through you and helps connect you to the right people. It's cool to see how God makes things come full circle. And so that's where I ended up here today with it's, you. It's beautiful. No, and just hearing your story has been very just beautiful as well to hear just how many things you've done and, and the way that you approach life and got to meet your mom <laughs> last week. You know, yes. see, see where all that comes from. But you were born and raised here in, in, in Chicago, right? So I was born in Arizona. Oh, I didn't know that. I lived 21 years in Toledo, Ohio. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the story continues. And then I've lived in Chicago for the last eight years. Okay. Yeah, but I most people think I'm Chicago, and I take that as a point of pride. Uh, I'm, I'm assimilating with the culture well, eating the food well. Midwestern, though. Midwest. It's, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away on the other side of the lake. Uh, yeah, Midwest culture is pretty uniform, so I fit in well here in Chicago. But your your parents are immigrants from Uganda. Yeah, so first, I'm a first generation. Both of my parents immigrated here from Uganda. In the my dad came here in the mid to late seventies, and my mom came here end of the eighties. They got married and they had a kid. Wow, that's amazing. That's a beautiful thing. And mm-hmm. and. For you, what I came to understand was that sports was a, a huge part of your life growing up. A very big part of my life. From a young age, I loved to be active. And my parents did not stray away from allowing me those opportunities. Thank you. Shout out to mom and dad for that. The very first sport I played was actually golf. <laughs> so, you know, and, and the beautiful thing about uh, Northwest Ohio, there's lots of fields. There's lots yeah. of grass, something that we don't have here in, in the city. But so we would just go into the backyard and hit golf balls, and we'd do that for hours a day. Was your dad a big fan of golf? Or what? Oh, yeah. yeah. To this day, he can still shoot better than me, and the man is in his 70s. That's awesome. Avid golfer. He's traveled in golf. He's very good at what he does when it comes to golf. Um, golf. Is, is similar to fitness in general. It, the idea that you're not going to shoot your lowest score, you're going to play consistency. Right. That's one thing I learned at a young age from golf. But from there, I played every sport under the sun, I, basketball, soccer, I did track and field. I love sports and I built a lot of my closest friendships. I learned a lot of important life lessons. I found a lot of mentorship through sports and that really helped me stay in the right environment for my whole life, my whole developmental life. And uh, that's one thing that I try to bring to my style of training is the principles that you learn, the accountability that you learn, the goal setting skills that you learn from fitness translate throughout your life. 
They absolutely do. And even especially sports where you're called to be a part of a team and, and, and you matter and, and, and your performance matters. And so mm-hmm. the decisions you make off the field matter, how you mm. treat your body matters. And it seems that even basketball was a, a big part of it because you were a walk-on in college right? in, on a team and in a school that hadn't had a walk-on in quite some time. Yes, I had the privilege of being an Illinois Tech Hawk basketball player for two years. Uh, Illinois Tech is in the Bronzeville neighborhood here in Chicago. And in my JUCO journey, I was a kid that transferred to a JUCO because I wanted to take care of the fundamentals, the the one-on-ones, the two-on-ones, and then save money as I transferred on to further college. But also, I really took it was my first opportunity to take my fitness journal journey personally, right? What did I want to achieve from going to the gym? I've learned all these things through high school sports, through private sports clubs. What is Akena going to do for himself, and what is that next step going to look like? Um, and so they say God will put you in the environment if you prepare yourself, and that's what he did when it came to Illinois Tech basketball. I trained those years in JUCO, in junior college, like I never before, whether that was working on being more flexible, building my endurance, jumping higher, being able to use my body more effectively in an athletic situation. Those are all skills that my coach saw. It wasn't just the being able to shoot and run fast. It was those intangibles as well as the dedication that I brought to the team and the idea that it's not just going to be during practice. It's got to be outside of practice too. Those are the back even to faith by your self-control is that discipline. Yeah. I'd say as much as sports have been very impactful in my life, my mother bringing me into the church at a young age and those two ways of life working together to create who I am have gone a long way to who I am today and why I'm sitting in front of you being disciplined having accountability and knowing right from wrong outside of sports helps in sports as well. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's a metaphor for life uh, when you come to think about it. And so now here you are in this, I would say, very just unique and really privileged place of having all these qualities that have allowed you to expand on that, right, beyond just the world of sports. And we know that you got reached out to by our mutual connection of Estefania Galvan, right, and and got into modeling. Yeah, yeah, this is, it's a very privileged place that I am. And I'm glad you put it that way because sometimes I forget to appreciate what I have, what I've worked hard for, and what I've achieved. Um, And I think that's something that many people need to change their mindset is, look at all the good that you've done, and that's why you get these opportunities. I had the opportunity During the pandemic, it was another time in my life where I was like, all right, I'm going to take this fitness thing to the next level. I know a lot of people slacked off during the pandemic and no disrespect to them. We were all inside of our houses. We were cooped up. We didn't know what to do. I took that time to create goals, set goals for myself. I'm going to actually start running. I know it sounds crazy. I just started being good at long distance running in the pandemic. Really? Yeah, just like I hated Like most athletes, I was not going to run if I was not playing a sport. It was not going to happen. And uh, (laughs) That's in Proverbs, too, that it says only the wicked run when no one's chasing them. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay, maybe I was running from some wickedness. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but was it just more so like for me, I've never enjoyed it because I find it boring. That's just the only reason. But how, how did you transition from whatever it was that hindered you from seeing it that way as something you wanted to do into something that became part of your discipline? It, it was a matter of I didn't have a basketball court I could go play on. The mm. gym was closed. There was no – there's a lack of community in my life. And the only places I saw people doing things were on Lakeshore Drive, right? <laughs> so I was like, I might as well just run out there, bike out there, get out there and see humans because I'm a human. I think as humans were created for community, God says that – we need to create community. And so that was my only opportunity to connect with other people. And so I built it as a matter of discipline. Yeah, it was boring at first, and I ran slow at first. Like relative to my other fitness goals, oh, you can bench 225 or you can squat three plates or you could deadlift this much. Like being able to run a 5K under a certain time, that became a goal. And so I incorporated that into my training completely changed my physique. I used to be a stockier 210, 205 guy. I've slimmed down now to 190 on a consistent You're basis. You're pretty tall, too. I, I, that's why I model. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> that's why I model. So I think it was a result of all that discipline and that environment and that preparation period, I had the opportunity to step into modeling. And I had, and I got reached out to by uh, Estefania. Big shout out to her. She helped really give me the confidence to get started in modeling because I took it serious, but it's hard to find opportunities when you're just getting into the game. It's hard to know who to trust. And so as one of the first designers to reach out to me, who was very serious, like they're very meticulous about how they pre prepare a suit or create business contracts or design people that they're going to work with they're like okay this is our idea we're going to create this amazing suit for you look at all of our fabrics this is our 10-year plan i was like if god <laughs> did they mean to reach out to me and i've worked with them intimately ever since it's and, and you're in the you saw the business book and then you opened it up and there you are <laughs> first time i saw the business book <laughs> first time I saw the visit book today I was like there's gotta be a picture of me and there was like the first page I looked and it was it was a picture of me that's wild um, I love that suit I don't know if you had the chance to see it you need to see the details on the inside like the outside amazing suit standard suit I could wear anywhere and look like a million bucks but the details on the inside oh I love that suit <laughs> what a uh, testimonial, right? That's amazing. Yeah. I love hearing that. But I'm also hearing that just you've not only had these amazing experiences and, and been blessed in these ways, but also that the wisdom that comes from knowing uh, exactly what to do. Even just, I was thinking about as you're talking about basketball uh, and, and the way you've prepared yourself in different areas of your life, depending on what you're doing. I'm thinking about Michael Jordan when he left to go play baseball and how he had this basketball body and he had to go really train to be a a baseball player, and then back to being a basketball player. And it's very different, right, than training for something that, yeah, just anything, really, for that matter. Yeah. And, and now you have this as this trainer stepping into helping other people achieve their goals. Like you said, it was either jumping higher, running faster, running longer, whatever that may be. But for you, it was those things that have helped you along the way learn 
about the body and its relationship to the functions that it's trying to perform. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you bring up. Like the fact that I've had many different fitness journeys, whether that was semi-pro rugby, college basketball, running track and fields, being a soccer player, being a golfer has made me focus on many different muscle groups, many different joints, look at fitness from a more universal perspective. How can this exercise for soccer translate to me having good rotation in my swing for golf? And how can I bring all these principles together to just being a healthy, functioning adult? How can anybody take gems from these different things that I've learned in in my career fitness. And so I bring all that together um, when I have a a one-on-one meeting with a client for the first time. Like, what are your fitness goals? What is your background? And what are you hoping to achieve? Because I have a treasure trove (laughs) of gems and exercises and fitness and health and wellness and nutrition advice that can help you gain weight, lose weight, shed belly fat, jump higher, run faster, squat more. Do you have neck pains? Do you have back pains? Are you stiff in this joint? What is it you are trying to solve? And I think for somebody like me who's very intimately aware of what's going on, what's improving in fitness, or who also is very passionate about it. This is what I research most of my days. What is the new exercise? How are people getting faster, running higher? How are they more flexible? As somebody who's very intimately passionate about that, I can help translate what is gonna work for you. If you were the president of Mexico, I would be (laughs) your your American translator. (laughs) (laughs) I like that analogy. And and a big part of that, though, also is not only learning about that aspect, but also the nutrition part. That's something that for you has been just a passion as well, right? Maybe even it sounds like it's bordering on obsession, which you need someone to be that way for you. If if that's why people hire a trainer is because they're not, they need you to be that for them. Yeah. And it's it goes to, are you willing to challenge yourself and create that line of accountability? Mm -hmm. I know people want to get their fitness journey started and they'll just jump out there and see whatever they saw on TV, on social media, and they'll go try it and then they'll be discouraged because they can't do it. To have a perspective as to, okay, you tried it once. It might not have gone as well as you wanted, but relative to the average individual, you did better or worse than. And where can we work from here? Where can we grow from here? If this is what you want to do, if you want to do a headstand, what are the exercises that we can work with you to get up to doing that headstand? If you want to touch the rim for your first time, what's holding you back from doing that? Having perspective along the path is something that is very important to setting attainable goals that will not discourage you. Yeah, I will say, though, I love to challenge people. I love a challenge. I love being challenged. And fitness is an easy way to create challenges, to test your strength, to test your fortitude, not just physically, but mentally. 100%. Like 99% of the physical journey, the hurdles, it's mental. I promise you that. I even argue it's 100%. 
I don't know what else could it be. Even the benefits you get. I think that's, for me, what I've more, and I can't say I've been responsible about my fitness, but for that reason that I don't see the vanity of it. I don't care what I look like per Mm -hmm. se, but what I've come to appreciate is how much of an impact it has on your mental well-being. Even I'd heard someone say something, I don't know if it was a psychiatrist or whatever therapist, but that when someone would come to him depressed, you would put them on a seven hour a day fitness regimen and that it was simply to get them out of that mental funk, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean that's what you continue to do forever, but it was literally just the antidote to the depression Mm -hmm. and even just mental clarity, all those things that that factor into it, right? What are, and going off that is that we live in a society where we no longer have to really do anything, right? (laughs) And it's terrible, right? But I I was even watching something on some mall in, in Florida, they had this Tesla robot and it's an AI robot that's been designed to to do all the mundane tasks that we don't want to do. Mm. And so now we're in this zone of we're in the, on the computer all day. Most people yep. for work, if you're working in any kind of white-collar profession, you're behind a computer. Yep. Or you're looking down on your phone or whatever. What are those things that you've seen as a negative side effect or consequence of the culture we live in that you've had to reverse? You know, posture is a big thing, for example, but what are those things that you first and foremost, almost have to reverse before people can even start to think about goals, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that's such a great question. It it reminds me of an episode of The Office I saw the other day where they were doing they were doing like a training an HR training on safety hazards in the workplace. And when they did the warehouse, it was like exciting. There was excavators and trash dumps and it's more blue collar. So you have to get up, move boxes and there's dangerous things. But in the workplace, People are having to deal with carpal tunnel for sitting too long, for unnatural lighting causing depression, right? So the things that I have to tackle are, for most part, people have lost their ability to be like flexible, right? So to do the exercises in an effective way, I really have to work to stretch out muscles to get people more familiar with understanding that your body is connected from head to toe. It's not just your arms that are are moving when you're working. The rest of your body is in an unnatural position. Let's get you more fluid. Let's get your body flowing again. Let's start out with stretching and just warming your body up so that you can feel what you're going to work on during our exercise. And so definitely during the first couple of sessions, it's like, all right, let's feel our body again. Let's also understand what's healthy. If you're working that nine to five, that that white collar, or you're in front of a desk most of the day, I'm definitely going to give pieces of advice to be like, do you get up every hour? Like, how much water are you drinking during the day? Are you taking care of these little minute details that are going to help you be better prepared to work out? Also, what do the snacks look like at your desk? What do they look like? Is it a bag of chips? Is it a banana? Is it healthy? Understanding these things that have become so regular in our workplace, like why are you drinking a Coke every single day at the same time? Why is that your habit? Why isn't getting up and walking around for at least 30 minutes of your work day. It doesn't have to be all at once. I don't want to get you in trouble with your boss. I know you have meetings scheduled throughout the day, but you also need to be very cognizant of your physical and mental health and how you are going to survive that day 
in the best possible way. And I think you can even make the argument of the case for that employee to the employer that in terms of productivity, the, the more you're sitting there, the less productive you are, right? And, and if you can take those breaks, that's what's really going to determine your output, right? It's mm-hmm. not that you're just sitting there and working diligently because you'll burn out. And then by that point, even willpower just goes out the window by the end of the night. And most people, as much as you want to have that willpower, if it's in the house, you're probably going to succumb to that, right? Whatever that that bad habit is. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it, though. You've you got to work at eight. You've been in seven meetings for the day. You had to go through four Excel spreadsheets. You also had one task that you had to do by the end of the day. And it's Monday. Like you're mentally exhausted because that's the only brain muscle that you've been using the whole day. You haven't had time to move. You're stiff. Right. How is that person then going to change their body to do something that it hasn't been ready to do all day? One thing that I like seeing change in most corporate environments is that as part of their um, health insurance plans, most of these companies are starting to create uh, discounts for most uh, for gyms or for even you know, apps like accountability, apps. right? Like yeah. make sure you're working out and getting your uh, heart rate up. Yeah, I have an Apple Watch, and I, this isn't a plug for Apple, but one thing I do love is it tells me to get up every ten minutes. It sets goals for how many um, minutes a day I should be up and moving. Right, using fitness trackers is so vital to hitting your fitness goals. It's 20, it's almost 2024. It's the holiday season. Put it on your wish list. If that's your goal, put it on your wish list and don't wait for the New Year's to get started. Get started, right? You have the tech, you have a phone, you have, you can create an accountability partner with me, right? Whatever lines of accountability you need, whatever reminders you need, you can program that into your life just as much as you program all those meetings. I think we're very tech savvy as a generation. Let's use it to our advantage to get away from tech. Very much so. And and I'm going to ask you this question for me personally, because I think that's something that I don't think I'm alone in this, but that getting started, the idea of getting started, and I think so many of us have that or fall into the trap of you know, getting overwhelmed because it's you're starting off thinking, I got to go to the gym and it's five days a week and, and it's or even seven days a week and I got to do it this way. And it's it just seems daunting, right? Mm-hmm. What is the best approach to getting started, as you said? What is something that I think that initial thing is motivation follows action and it isn't the other way around if you're waiting for motivation it's never going to come yeah so how what is that getting started what can people do to take those actionable steps to build on that and get excited about it because that's really what it comes down to is if you like with you with running i'm sure it didn't excite you and and here you are doing it seeing the benefits of it but sticking with it set set goals set really attainable goals especially in your first two weeks set very attainable goals I think once you set a goal and you hit that goal, you will receive that that rush of dopamine. Yes, I've done something. I've achieved something. That's why they say you should start out your day by making your bed. You've done something productive to start the day. Now, let's change that mindset towards fitness. Let's do something productive to get to our fitness goals. I think as a coach, I can definitely help you understand where you are physically 
and set goals that you can achieve regularly. I think for me, when it came to running, my goals at the beginning were to always run a 5K, always run every step of the way. That didn't mean I was going to run under 30 minutes. That didn't mean I was going to run 50 minutes. It didn't, the time was irrelevant, and my goal was to continue to run. The very first time I did it, I remember I said, I'm going to go out nice and slow, real, real nice and slow. My first two miles were about 9 minutes, 9.15 pace. I was in such, by mile two, I was feeling so good about myself. I was like, wow, you ran through those first two miles and now your body's nice and warm. Let's just take it out. Let's see where we can go. I finished the last mile in under seven minutes. And that was oh, the wow. first time I'd run a mile in under seven minutes in, I think, two years. So if you set goals for yourself that are very attainable, like, for example, let's say you haven't been in the gym in two years and you think you're going to go in there and run on the treadmill for 15 minutes, then you're going to go and do 13 exercises and then you're going to do yoga at the end and then you're going to think you're going to wake up and you're going to be able to do that tomorrow. No, <laughs> I think <laughs> quite the opposite, right? <laughs> you're laid gonna, up in bed. You're going to hurt, right? You need to understand like, when you start out, your muscles are going to hurt. They're going to hurt. But if you work with a coach or you follow good principles in terms of, I need to recover. That's part of the process. I need to be nutritious about what I'm putting into my body. That's also part of the process. I need to do a little bit extra recovery because I haven't been in the gym in a while. Maybe I should invest in, in things that will help me recover, whether that's protein, whether that's an ice pack, whether it's a massage gun, right? Using things that will help you recover along this process, working with somebody that can coach you through those highs and lows mentally, understand where you should be, and setting goals. I know a new client that I just am working with, I have a session with her tomorrow. I, in her first session, she was so eager to turn up the weight so eager to turn up the weight. And I allowed her to do so because I wanted to see, because I love seeing somebody test themselves. But in the same light, I kept being cautious and trying to reel her back in. This is our first session. <laughs> I know you're a strong woman and you could do more weight than this. But when I see you next session, I don't want you to hurt. I don't want you to be in a place where the lactic acid has made your body shut down and then you were sore sitting in your chair trying to get through work the next day. As the more, the older you get, the more responsibilities pile on your shoulders. It's harder to incorporate physical activities into your life, but also there's consequences if you aren't exercising responsibly. 100%. Right? And so having that perspective, having guidance from somebody like me can definitely help you get to your goals faster and have you in a better mind state throughout throughout the process couldn't agree more and if people out there are interested in that how can they uh get a hold of you find you follow you support you subscribe yeah above, right? <laughs> so <laughs> <I> miss? <laughs> uh, the best way to get in contact with me is through instagram right now i'm going to build a fitness tiktok coming soon but you'll be able to find the link through the instagram my instagram is baile contigo B-A-I-L-E-C-O-N 
Tigo. So it's going to be a beautiful dance with me as we go along this journey of fitness. I think you should definitely look at life like it's a dance and have an enjoyment with it. Challenge yourself to find a new step and, yeah, put some flavor and spice into it. And a good way to spice up your life is through fitness. Trust Absolutely. Me. No, very true. Very inspiring and very insightful. I really appreciate you being one, a friend, part of this community, but just doing what you do for others and the passion that you have for fitness is very much needed in a world that's been a little stagnant. Yeah, I, the world has been stagnant. I think uh, the, the pandemic allowed for a lot of people to be complacent. We're starting to see things pick up, but it's not instant. And I think people need help understanding where to get started. I don't like to be seen as a motivational speaker. I just want to be somebody that people see as somebody that can help them be accountable for their actions. I love bringing people into my life that can help me stay accountable, like you, Tony. <laughs> I think that only makes me a better person. And so if I can help create those lines of accountability for somebody, I think they will find the motivation within themselves to achieve what they want. Man, I'm grateful for you, brother. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited uh, for what's to come and what God has in store for us. So thank you for, for sharing and being a part of this community. My pleasure. My pleasure.